Welcome to Headlines. I'm your host, Denny the Bull. I'm joined in studio with the man who has the first first name in history, Mr. Adam Joseph. Hello. Thank you for being here, Adam. And who needs RBG when you got RPJ? Coming at you with headlines, we have Red Pill Jen. Hello, Denny. And you can catch our show here on YouTube. Make sure that you like and share and subscribe. And I know you haven't even watched the video yet, but let's practice. Go ahead and like this video, all right, (laughs) before we get started. Uh, We're going to get to headlines, but I just want to call out my old man real quick. Denny Sr., D.I. Denny of the Marine Corps, Vietnam vet and expert marksman. Dad, I just want to say you lied to me. And as of today, I know that you lied to me. You told me that you gave me five things. You always said when I was growing up, you said, son, I gave you five things. With those five things, you can do anything in this world. You said, son, I gave you a nice smile, a good back, a deep voice, a strong sense of humor, and a big willy. And with those five things, you can do anything in this world. Well, I'm here to tell you, Dad, I don't think I got all five of those things. Okay? I think I got cheated a little bit, at least on one of them. I think I got cheated because... I was in the urinal just now, and there was a young man there. We were talking. We were giggling. We were having a good time, and I just happened to <laughs> glance over at him. Just, you know, glanced over, got a little peek. While we were standing there, and I think, yeah, I got cheated, Dad. All right, I only got at least four of those things and maybe not. Red Pill Jen, Yeah. when we were talking about starting a new show here, mm-hmm. I was asked, who do you think has a sexy voice that your listeners will enjoy listening to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I am good at that. Yes, right. Yeah. I say, they said, who has a sexy voice? And I said, yeah. Adam Joseph has a sexy uh, you voice. Know, and that's why Adam Joseph is here. And they said, right, right, but what about a female voice? Yeah. A sexy female voice. And I said, Candace Owens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we couldn't afford Candace well, Owens. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I do, I do work a lot cheaper. Yeah. 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 So anyway. <laughs> Uh, back to the show. Red Pill Jen, yeah. do we have any fan mail? You know we do, Denny. All right. Let's All right. It. We have Elaine from Southside who asks, excellent question, why are you called Denny the Bull? I am referred to as Denny the Bull, and this is an old baseball story, so bear with me. Okay. Uh, I was not a very good athlete in school, as you can imagine. Hmm. I couldn't run. I couldn't jump. I couldn't swim. I could really couldn't do anything except hit a baseball. <laughs> and when I would hit that baseball, I'd just get a little bloop single. Yeah. And I would turn it into a double. I'd just run. As soon as I passed first base, I could get a walk. Run, for us. And run. I would just run, Forrest, run. I'd run to second base, and then they'd throw the ball away. So then I'd run to third base, and they'd throw the ball away again, and I'd run home. All right. And I'd score. So even though I was, like, the slowest, fattest guy in the team, I led the team in runs. In, we're, in, we're talking about actual baseball. In, here, in varsity right? baseball, okay. yeah. Okay. I led the team in runs because I ran like a bull in a china shop. Uh-huh. And the fans, the, the limited fan base I had, <laughs> right? Like mom. Yeah. And my dad was there, you know. And yeah, sometimes dad. Yeah. And they would say, run like a bull in a china shop, Denny. <laughs> and it just kind of picked up from there. I, I had like at it. least I had at least diehard fans. I had at least two or three diehard fans. Sometimes that's all you need. I had mom, grandma, that was two of them. There you go. But they would call me Denny the Bull. And that's how I got that nickname. I like it. That's a good right. nickname. Adam, Strong name. You know, it's time for this week's pop culture. We, we have a lot of deep thinking questions of here. Of course we do. On our show. Okay. And so I want to know right now, you're, who's winning the chicken war? Is it Zaxby's, <laughs> KFC, McDonald's, Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, or Bojangles? But listen, okay. So KFC has really good chicken sandwiches. But mm-hmm. for me, I've been going to Zaxby's a lot since I moved here mm-hmm. and for like three years ago. And I'm still going to Zaxby's more than any of those other chains. But if it comes down to 
who's got the most lines when they're driving through. I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A always has a massive line, and they do a good job of they managing it. They do a great job they of managing do. it. But I got to say Popeye's. I mm-hmm. think Popeye's is winning the chicken war. Uh, $3.99 chicken sandwich. Oof. It's, it even fills me up. Jen, what do you think? Who's winning the chicken war? You know, I, I have to go with Chick-fil-A, except for on Sundays. What if you want a chicken sandwich on Sunday? Yeah, people eat chicken on Sundays. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to have to beat anybody up to get a chicken sandwich, so I didn't go with Popeyes. True. So just for the sake of being different, I'll say uh, KFC. Okay, the Colonel. Yeah, it's go. not what it used to be, though. No, it's no. not. This week's motivational moment is for Adam. Mm-hmm. Adam, I just want to ask, of all the ships out there, and I'm talking about the greatest ships. I'm talking ships made with ivory. Made of gold, made of bronze. Do you know what is the most valuable ship out there? Friendship. Friendship. That's true. Oh, my goodness. You can hit on like right now. It's fine. This week's brain bomb is for Jen. Jen, if there was a Mount Rushmore for Hollywood stars, you know, Mount Rushmore, you got four famous presidents. If there was a Mount Rushmore for Hollywood stars, who would be on it? You get four names. You get to name four stars and you get 10 seconds. Who's who's on it? Okay, ready? Go. Betty White. Robin Williams, um, 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 let's see, oh gosh, oh gosh, um, brain fart, um, I don't know, Tom Cruise and uh, 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 Julie Roberts. Tom Cruise was just a, it was a name. You know what, Tom Cruise has been a movie star for like 40 years. I so know. Even haters of Tom Cruise yeah. have just got to start saying, look, the guy has been a top draw yeah. for 40 years. He's talented, he's just very strange, and he's very creepy because of that whole Scientology. Yeah, Scientology. I'll give you Tom Cruise. Thank you. All right, Adam. So doing? I was trying to write them down when she was naming them off as <laughs> what I would do. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm also going to go with Robin Williams for the comedy aspect. Okay. Uh, for as far as actor wise, I'm gonna go Marlon Brando, uh, right. Oscar, you know, Academy Award winning. Jack Nicholson <laughs> is another one. He's been in the business so long, and I couldn't figure out a female actress because I wanted to put a female on there too mm-hmm. to represent, you know, the female actresses. And, Marilyn and, Monroe, and I, I was gonna go with Monroe. Marilyn so, Monroe. Yeah, so that's here's the good news: <clears throat> you and I have two people on both on both of our Mount Rushmore's. I'm sorry, I forgot how to talk there. <laughs> I have Marilyn Monroe also. Mm-hmm. And I have Jack Nicholson yeah. on there. But I had to go with the Duke, John Wayne. Oh, How yeah. is John oh, Wayne man. not oh, on yeah. the Mount Rushmore of movie stars? And I put Clint Eastwood up there just because I love Clint. I, I gotta Clint love Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. So yeah, change yeah. my mind in the comments. If you think you're right, uh, go ahead and comment your comment in the comments. And you'll be in the running for a four-ounce bottle of Gold Bond medicated powder. Now, you know, here in Tennessee, summer's coming. Summer's coming fast. You're going to sweat. You're going to get swamp ass. And there's nothing better than gold bond medicated powder for swamp ass. Adam, did you know that swamp ass was the second biggest killer of the American Revolution? I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why? They didn't have gold bond? They didn't have gold bond uh-huh. medicated powder. That's why. Don't let your corn dog become a sloppy joke this summer. <laughs> Use gold bond. Adam, swamp ass is leading contributor to skid marks. Sad. And skid marks are a leading cause of divorce. Did you know that, Jim? Mm, I did not know that. Lawyer Wayne told me that. That's hey, then it's got <laughs> yeah, to it's, it's be true. So, all right. So anyway, it's time for headlines. News you can use with Red Pill Jen. What have we got in headlines? It's good stuff. Let's see. Uh, so the Oscars were held last Sunday in Los Angeles. The Oscars. When I think of the Oscars, I think of limousines, tuxedos, beautiful gowns, red carpet, and a bunch of drug-addicted boozer perverts dressing up and giving each other trophies. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of the trophies, there was a bit of controversy because the best actor was supposed, you know, was, was assumed to go to Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Okay. For Black Panther. I believe so. Yeah, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, and R.I.P. Chadwick yes. Boseman, mm-hmm. you know, too young, gone. It was tragic. But he was beaten by, you know who? 
Sir Anthony Hopkins. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Hannibal Lecter. Now, wait a minute, though. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, he won for something other than Black Panther. Because Black Panther was a couple years ago. Uh, You know, I I was not one of the 9.6 million paltry individuals who tuned into the Academy Awards this Mm -hmm. year. So I'm not sure. I didn't even know it was happening. It was called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, you know what? Gold Bond. You know, I was yeah. wondering about that title. Without having seen the <laughs> film, I'm wondering about... Oh, you were serious? Yeah, that's actually the name of the movie. Ma oh Rainey's Black Bottom. I thought you made that up. No. So uh, so anyway, Hopkins wins the best actor mm-hmm. over over Chadwick Boseman um, for, I guess, the, the Black Bottom movie. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in addition, both best actor and best actress were won by old white people. Hmm. That's and, terrible. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, apparently, as I mentioned, you know, 58% drop in viewership just from last year. Um, like I said, 9.6 million, I believe it was. Less than 10 million viewers watching this year's awards. By contrast, in 2014, there were, guess how many? 50 million. Mm, close, close, Adam. 48.3. Oh, he wins. 40, you get 48.3. Well, <laughs> Where did I you No, I just, get, she said close, and well, I had to go you, lower. You both went You both went over, so you neither one not of the you price is right. win, but it was 44 million. Ah, okay. 40, we went from 44 million to like 10 million? To like 10, 10 million. In yeah. seven years. In seven years. Mm. Uh, that's, that's too bad, and I would say that has nothing to do with a bunch of uh, drug addicts and boozers getting up on stage and telling us how we should vote. Mm-hmm. No, God, no. Now, wait a minute. So you're saying there was a controversy that uh, two old white people won Best Actor and Best Actress. That's correct. And, and you know, Chadwick Boseman. It's, it's not, uh, it, it's, yeah. Apparently it's the PC. Oscars no longer have anything to do with being the actual Best Actor or Actress. It's all about political Who should have won. You know what? Correct, yeah. You know what I would do if I was Hopkins, though? Yeah. Now, now, wait a minute, though. The people who vote on this are like 100% Biden supporters. They're all liberal, woke Hollywood people. They're the ones who vote. It's not people in Tennessee voting on the Oscars. Well, no, it's I mean, it's, it's not a it's not a view. And that's what I don't like about like now, if you look at the Golden Globes, that's mm-hmm. voted on by the people. people. It's right. a popular vote. Yeah. Yes. Now, you're right. The The Academy Awards are, are just a group of the, the Hollywood elite, if you will. They're executives. I think they're considered like exactly. Hollywood executives that vote on these awards because they sit through the whole year and they watch these movies yeah. and try yeah. to decide who's had the best performance, best script, best screen. Like mm-hmm. it, it just. Uh, and they're serious. Yeah. And I mean, they, they have a whole it. accounting firm that, that, you know, that puts the ballots. And, um, but I don't understand the controversy, Jen, because these are all liberal woke voters in California who voted to give Hopkins the award instead of uh, they Bozeman, gave Odin yeah. the award instead of Black Panther. Yeah. But they're all woke people who voted for him. So what's their it's not like the folks in Tennessee voted and that's why Bozeman won. Uh, the who Oscar. won for female actress, by the way? Was, no, was it Meryl Streep again? Because she wins almost every year. Actually, you no, know, Meryl Streep was snubbed for uh, Oscars for many, many years. But, you know, maybe. OK, talking about the liberal woke people in California, mm-hmm. maybe we should move it to Arizona where there's more Republicans. You know, what I think I think they should wait 10 years to vote on Oscars because some movies aren't really you don't consider them good when they first yeah. come out but they uh-huh. get better like well, they, become, uh, they get that cult following exactly yeah. no, they, yeah, was cult exactly the term yeah, yeah the cult classic yeah. and it's 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 never the ones that do well at the box office no never mm. the, the good ones here's what I think Anthony Hopkins should do is he should take his Oscar mm-hmm. he should because he's already got one he won one for the yeah. 
the Silence of the Lambs. Lambs. That's yeah. not the one where he cut the. That dude. was. I think that he got that. He, I don't think it was best. I think it was supporting actor. He won that for. Yeah, but that was the first. But that was Lecter the first movie. Hannibal Lecter. It was Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs, yeah. Yeah. Lambs was really the only good one, one in my opinion. Yeah, right. What and was, I'm a huge. I mean, I have a tattoo of the Death Moth from Silence of the Lambs <laughs> on my arm. What so. was the one? Was it the second one where he had the guy's skull yeah, off and he was cutting was the, the sec- brain? That out. was Hannibal. That was Han- yeah, Han- yeah. No, it was that. Yeah, because I don't. I, they're all out of order because yeah. they were yeah. done. Differently. He was doing that because the guy kept talking about Russian collusion. So he's like, yeah, it was Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta was the one. Well, yeah. here's what I think Hopkins should do. Go see Chadwick. Bo- this is I know Anthony Hopkins probably watching this. Go to Chadwick Boseman's family and give them that Oscar. Go ahead and film it. Be theatrical about it. Just say, you know what? I think your son should have got this and give the Oscar to his family because you've already got one. You already got one at home. <laughs> Right, I think they're collectors. It's like you know, like McDonald's, the old to like you know, collect all the four. old cups. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be a good idea? Comment I, your comment in the comments. Yeah. If you think that's a good idea, if you think Anthony Hopkins should give his Oscar to the Chadwick Boseman family and just settle all this controversy, I, th- I think that'd be a. You know, I haven't actually seen a movie in the theater, like a non-superhero movie. Yeah, I haven't seen a non-superhero movie since I think Parasite. That Par- was what, like 1978? No, no, no. That came out like last year. It was the Hunter Biden story. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, no, no. Okay. It was a Korean film. It, it actually won some awards. But yeah, I haven't. I think the last movie I actually saw in the theater was Wonder Woman. Hmm. That's been a while. The second Wonder Woman. Well, you know, COVID. It's been. Yeah. My AMC stock is disappointingly plummeted. I mean, I just mm. don't even know what to do with myself. Mm. All right. Well, what else we got in the headlines? All right. So Republicans in Arizona. They have succeeded in being able to audit results of the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, which for those who might not know, that's the Phoenix area, Mm. um, which surprisingly voted for Joe Biden last November. And uh, it was the first time a Democrat had won the state in over 70 years. And now, as a result, Arizona's largest county will now be hand counting, ready for it, Mm -hmm. 2.1 million ballots to see if the results remain unchanged. I don't really see the problem uh, with auditing the results. Mm-hmm. If you're, if, if you say there was no fraud, and everything was above board, I don't see any problem with auditing. Yeah, I mean, do you? I mean, I don't either. I, I think, um, I mean, this is just my opinion, but I, I think there's blatant some sketchiness going on during the election, and I think one party does has the right to question it, um, and uh, and get it audited just to make sure. Hey, did we get it right? I, I think you got to go look at where Trump supporters are coming from. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just full disclosure, I did not vote for either of the candidates that we had last November. But if you're Trump voters, you say, hold on a second. Why are you complaining about us challenging the election? Democrats challenged the 2016 election for at least three full years. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hillary Clinton went on every media and said Trump was an illegitimate president, that mm-hmm. he stole the election. But now they're up in arms because the Trump supporters are saying the same thing. Same thing. Yeah. That, that seems hypocritical to me. But you, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I went along with the whole stop the steal thing, but I get where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It is very hard to believe that Joe Biden got 10 million more votes than Barack, Barack Obama. Obama. Yeah. A historic candidate with oodles more charisma. Biden couldn't get 40 people to show up for one of his little drive-in rallies. Trump was getting 15,000 people yeah. well, maybe, to his rallies. Uh, maybe there was people, and I don't know if this is true or not, but you know, obviously Biden was Obama's vice president. Maybe there was a little bit of 
of, of Obama envy there. And they thought, oh, well, if we vote for Biden, it's sort of like having Barack back. Like May, you know, term, maybe that was the logic. Term. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing is, it, especially with integrity of elections, like with this auditing going on, I mean, this has been going on for years, decades about, you know, wrongful elections. I mean, we look at 2000 when everybody assumed, oh, Al Gore, he's, he's going to be the president. And then a recall happened uh, in Florida and boom, Bush I is lived, your president. Yeah, I lived in Florida just, at the time of the hanging chat. And it just, it was just blows your mind. I was like, well, this is not the integrity of an election. How can we trust any election? I was watching the results come in on election night, and it was clear Trump was blowing them out mm-hmm. all night. And that, that's another reason. You know, let's let's put aside the yard signs where Trump outnumbered Biden like 20 to 1. And I'm not just talking here in Tennessee. I'm talking I visited Michigan for a funeral. Yeah. I couldn't believe the Trump signs in Michigan. Who took Michigan? Remind me. Biden. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and, and at least 20 to 1, Trump signs outnumbered Biden. But we all watched on election night, and they stopped the counting about 1 a.m. They said, all right, we're going we're gonna to go home. We're going to get some rest. We'll pick it up tomorrow morning. Trump had about a five or six point lead. And then the next morning, all of a sudden, Biden's up. It's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be like watching the Super Bowl. And let's say Brady was winning the Super Bowl after three quarters. And they said, hey, there's some rain coming. We're going to stop the game. And we'll pick it up tomorrow morning, okay? <laughs> and uh, the next morning, you turn it on. The Chiefs are up by two scores. You're like, what? How what? That, that's not, that that's yeah. not right. So I, I get it. I, I get why Trump supporters are up in arms, but I don't get why Democrats care if they audit this election. Well, of course, the losing side is going to want to challenge the election. election it's usually the way it works. The winning side normally does not challenge the election. Well, if you have nothing to hide, yeah, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? I mean, it's like it's like my phone. You know, if, if you can you can look at yeah, I don't know. I just I, I, yeah, I'm ready for it to all just be over. But yeah. hey, if they need to audit the votes to feel better, let them do it. If you're not guilty, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. That's right. And, and, you know, let's face it. Even though Biden won by, what, 7 million votes, the majority of those votes were in New York and California. Mm-hmm. The fact is he won three states by 45,000 votes, mm-hmm. Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Or maybe it was Georgia. Now, okay, Wisconsin. you know I'm not politically inclined, so 45,000, would you consider that significant for a state? Or like, oh, my gosh, that's close. That's Well, think about it. They're counting how many ballots in Arizona well, 2.1 okay, 2. million 1. so that is that so I mean, that's, it's that slim mar- it's that slim margin like okay. that zero one percent of like oh boom that could have okay. made the difference in those votes you know okay, that, so, that i guess was my question yeah. would, would that little 45 is that a little forty five thousand or a big forty five? that's 000? a little forty five thousand. that's okay. three states yeah, okay. yeah that's three states so yeah that's not much oh yeah okay all right so what else is in headlines jen let's see minnesota minnesota oh boy here we go attorney Attorney General Keith Ellison admitted on 60 Minutes that he could not prosecute Derek Chauvin with a hate crime in the killing of George Floyd because they, quote, didn't have evidence that Floyd's killing was based on his race. And this is despite the constant claims by the media that the case involves racial injustice. Mm, He's canceled. Mm. Uh, Cancel that dude. This is, this is messy. I canceled uh, Ellison, actually, because he used to support Bernie Sanders. Mm. Bernie Sanders. That's why I'm going to give you free college. I'm going to give you free health care. I'm going to give you free cars. Yeah, so as soon as he backed that guy, no. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if that was Bernie, but okay. <laughs> I'm not a good, hey, I'm not good that at was, Bernie. That's, that's not fine. your best. I'm glad I'm best, not good at Bernie. It's, it's yeah. fine, yeah. Uh, so you're saying Ellison is saying legally it was not a hate crime because they couldn't 
prove that. Well, he's not saying that it's not a hate crime. He's saying that they can't prosecute because, you know, obviously Derek Chauvin has already been sentenced right. to um, several murder charges, 10 years in prison, et cetera. And um, so he's just saying that there's not enough evidence in the case, despite the the popular media opinion that there was a hate crime involved. Right. And I'm, I'm with this. I, 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 let me get this. I, I understand where they're coming from with that. And I can't really support Ellison either. He's kooky to me. But like I said, like the guy's already been charged and everything like yeah. that. Uh, and it is it was wrong of what he did. He did, you know, yes, and there are yeah. several officers that could have stopped it and everything. Right. That, it was a bad situation for everybody involved. But what I would say is, Adam, if you were standing next to Shelvin. Yeah. Right. And you saw Floyd. First of all, if you've got to subdue the guy for nine minutes. Minutes. I don't think you're much. You're not problem. following protocol. You're not either. following protocol. He wasn't moving. I watched yeah. the full. He was nine down. Minutes. He was cuffed. He wasn't doing yeah. anything. Right. He wasn't doing. And anything. And you don't need to put it on the neck. If you're going to restrain him on the ground, you grab the cuff restraint and you just hold it against his back. You don't have to be on his neck. Yeah. No, Listen, that was I don't necessary. Envy anybody in law enforcement. And and just to to preface this, I've had uh, the only altercations. I shouldn't even say altercations. The only encounters I've had. With police say right here in middle tennessee they've all been very positive mm-hmm. but i i wasn't in in that kind of situation either. well some people might say that has to do with our skin color mm-hmm. and i you know there is some truth to the fact that that i know african-american individuals do have a little bit more of a of a issue sometimes with police officers but i'm not a woman of color and therefore i don't feel as though i'm in within my rights to even go there but i will say did you know, you haven't seen it on the news, but just last week there was a white man and I, oh, I should have, I knew I, I should have written down the state. I, for some reason I want to say out West Arizona, he was, he was killed the exact same way as, wow. uh, as Floyd. Look, the George Floyd killing was terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's be honest. He had a rap sheet. Uh, he resisted arrests. He was loaded up with drugs, but there was no reason to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, and the media, I guess the problem is that, that our mainstream media feel like they need to convince us of that fact. And I don't think you need to convince us that he shouldn't have died. You don't need to convince us. Nobody thinks he deserved to die. So let, let's agree on a few things here. Landmines are bad. Yeah. Napalm, bad. Child porn, bad. Extremely bad. Very bad. Yeah. Cops killing unarmed junkies, bad. Not everything is left, right, or black, white. And like I said, if Adam was standing next to Shelvin, he saw Floyd fading out beneath his knee. I bet you that Adam Joseph would have said, hey, man, get up. Derek, get off him. I would can't breathe. I would have pushed him aside and said, dude, you're not doing right. this Sit him right up. Now. He's got to get some air. And I yeah. would expect that any Clarksville cop would have done the same. And I can tell you that an officer needs to stop and yell at him guy for nine full minutes to hold him down. I think he's a crappy cop, mm-hmm. which Chauvin is. He's got a record. His fellow cops know he's a piece of crap, and that's why they were willing to sacrifice him. And he's going to go to prison forever, and I'm glad. It's not a left-right issue. Well, the other officers were in the video telling him, come on, man. I mean, yeah. you, but, you could hear an audio saying, dude, just. Yeah, but you know. nobody, like Adam, like you said, perfect, Grabbed perfect him. differential yeah. there is you grab him and you move him. You move him and Period. you sit the, the, the perpetrator there up was, and you said, you yeah. good. There was like, what, three or four other officers there three, there's that could three have, other officers that could yeah. have intervened. That was, that was completely, I just feel like at, in the, at this juncture, show, like, you know, like you said, Chauvin's being punished. Let the Floyd family rest. Let them mm-hmm. grieve. Let them, right. you know. Let but to, to go with what Denny says, is mainstream media does mm-hmm. want to push right. that agenda oh. on us, and and we don't need to hear it. We got it. We we yeah. agree. It was right. bad. Just stop pushing it down our throats. Like Thank that. God we Left, live right, in a city. Left, right, black, white. I like that. Where people serve together, mm-hmm. 
and learn together and play together and respect one another. Another, we live in pretty relative harmony here. We have a very robust police presence here. We have a lot of cops here. And like I said, I've only had good experiences with, oh, yeah. our, same, with our police. Same here. But then this isn't Los Angeles, and thank God for that. That's true. I was in L.A. last year. It's a dump. My advice to anyone <laughs> watching, if you live in one of those crazy big cities, move here. Move to Middle Tennessee. No. No, no, don't, don't move, move here. here. Don't move here. Don't move, move here. Move out of California, but not here. We have yeah. no room. No, we're full. We're good. No, no, no vacancy. We love you guys, but don't move here. <laughs> Just call us. Yeah. But I would say to our liberal media, stop trying to convince me that I'm somehow guilty by association because I have the same skin color as the cop who killed George Floyd. I have no relation to him, no connection. I'm not a fan. I'm glad he's behind bars. That's go. all I got to say about that. I think that's all that should be said. Period. What else we got in headlines? Jim? All right. So USA Today reported about an incident from 2013 in which the head of the NRA, Wayne LaPierre, and his wife went on a wild game hunt in Africa, mm. taking a camera crew with them. <laughs> oh, this breaks my heart. Mm. The goal was to show LaPierre in the process of bagging a savanna elephant. However, and this was caught on camera, the NRA chief executive shot an elephant four times including three times at point-blank range, and could not kill it. This forced a tour guide to have to mercy kill the animal instead. And apparently, the NRA was so horrified by this PR disaster that they buried the footage and the story until, dun-dun-dun, it was recently leaked. Remind me not to take Wayne with me when I go black bear hunting. (laughs) Okay, This guy was so overcome by buck fever, he was shaking like a leaf. Uh, he couldn't put this thing down after four shots because he couldn't hit the broadside of an elephant. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, You're supposed to be the, the face and CEO of a company that is yeah. very em- empathetically big on the whole, this gun works, it can do anything. It's called the and National can, Rifle and you can And you can't even put down an, a, an elephant, which I guarantee you is probably endangered in that area it's anyways. Or, it's or, the big, I'm sorry, I, as an animal activist and lover, I, I'm just going to say this for any of my friends who might see this later, I, I do, I, I find it disgusting. I do not agree with big game hunting. If you're out there hunting deer, feed your family, I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to kill a poor elephant. No. You know, anyone who follows me on Instagram can see pictures of me at the range out in Southside with either my 22 or my 38. I pride myself as a decent marksman, even with hammerless pistols. And this just shows that Wayne wears that suit and tie a little too much and needs some target practice. Push yeah. it some paper. Well, I'm not really into the big game hunting. I like squirrel and rabbit hunting just because I like the action of it, the speed of it. I'm not a patient hunter, but this <laughs> does sound like a PR nightmare because elephants aren't usually the best animal to kill when you're trying to be a stud. Uh, yeah. I just right. yeah I mean, I mean and bears you're aiming too big with yeah. an elephant. Yeah. If you started with like a deer or maybe a right. bear, you're maybe all right. Well, that's pretty. But when you go straight to an elephant, you're just yeah. like okay, this is a horrible idea. Well, and yeah. plus it's a PR nightmare just in the fact that it was not. I mean, they you know the NRA is so <laughs> big on the fact that they're all about you know promoting gun safety and 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 a good image. Look, it, it's not a good look to go and kill a endangered or not endangered but a threatened species yeah. that you're not going to eat you're just you're doing it for the fun and right. that that's just it's it's cringy yeah well what else we got jen okay well we got uh more police officers in the news here unfortunately Uh-oh. and this one's out of our our very own nashville so last weekend uh an officer fatally shot a nashville man the victim is on body cam charging the off uh, the charging the officer running at him while brandishing butcher knives. Uh, So the officer repeatedly told him to stop and release the weapons. Unfortunately, the the Nashville man did not comply and the officer was forced uh, to use deadly force and he shot him. And in related news, there's a cow somewhere going, whew, close one. (laughs) Yeah. 
That's not Jeez. funny. So the, the gentleman who was shot, was he a butcher by trade? I uh, you know, it doesn't say, but it does say multiple butcher knives. So I'm, I'm, I've got this picture of like, you know, a butcher block, like as a holster. And he's just. <laughs> I've got a picture of Danny Trejo from the movie Desperado yes. with the knives all around or his a, body. Yeah, what's the other one? The, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, uh, anyway. I know, but. Machete. But yeah, Machete. But, here's, Machete. Yeah. Yeah. but here's my Machete. thing with that is, is. I know there's probably going to be controversy with that and uh, oh, and the yeah. whole thing, but the thing is there there is a code and a, and a, and, a, and a, um, a law that the officer must follow, and um, I will say this I, I I was in law enforcement, but he follows the quota of if there's any type of weapon that can cause serious injury or possibly death, you have the right to defend yourself by any means. Of course. And so I mean it's it's a terrible situation on both ends. You know, because this definitely probably could have been unavoidable. Was the guy? Was there any other background on the guy with the knives? Or? No, no, there was not any background at all. Um, apparently, it's a, it's a developing story. Um, but you know, I agree. It's it's you got you got a man coming at you with a butcher knife, or well, in this case, multiple butcher knives. knives. You got every right to to use lethal yeah. force mm-hmm. to defend. If and he he asked the man multiple times, yeah. drop, put down the butcher, butcher knives <laughs> now. Yeah. You know this is not going to be the this won't be the craziest cop story this year. No, this oh, will God, be no. topped. No, it's only oh, it's yeah. only May. Soon yeah. you're going to read police shoot man who attacked them with chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be next. Spoons, you know, sports. cops shoot man after he refuses to drop rocket launcher. I mean, we're getting into some sci-fi RoboCop movie stuff. Guy here. with three spears. Flamethrower. You know, yeah. I'm just wondering, when as a part of driver's education, we force our instructors to review, since everyone has to go through driver's ed, if I'm not mistaken, we force our instructors to review, since mom and dad aren't doing it, what to do when you're pulled over. Yeah. Should you jump out of the car brandishing butcher knives? When pulled over? Probably not. No. Should you yell at and get mouthy with the police officer? Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. Should you maybe turn on your interior light, put your wallet on the dash along with your insurance and registration when the cop approaches? Should you put maybe one hand up on the roof of the car and one on the steering wheel so they can see them? Yep. (laughs) Should you just shut up and cooperate? Yep. Yep. I have yet to see body cam footage of the person who pulls over puts their stuff on the dashboard, turns off the radio, puts their hands on the wheel, who behaves respectfully, and gets shot anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've seen I, that, yeah. and we need to, to teach that. Instead, we get, my sweet darling was shot by the cops. All she had was a six-inch knife in her hand playing with the neighbor <laughs> kid. Uh, you know, my, my boy was just a baby, and I loved him more than anything. Okay, why has he been missing for two nights, and you didn't report it? Report it. Why is he shooting guns at cars with gang members at 3 in the morning? Because he's such a good kid, and you love him so much. Here's free advice. When the cops arrive, be respectful, comply, and shut your mouth. And that's another thing. It's it's this whole thing also is, it, 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 is when you pull someone over and you go through their stuff, and then they become that violent type where they want to fight you and try to steal your gun or they've got a weapon on you and and the officer shoots him dead. Mm. And then it comes back like, oh, he's he wasn't that bad of a person. Right. But but look at he's the rap sheet. Yeah. Look at the rap sheet. Mm-hmm. His background. You have to look at it. It doesn't matter if it's a male, a female, what color they are. What Like, it, look at their background. If they have a criminal background and that day they just said, screw it, I don't even care anymore then why are you praising them for yeah. no reason? Well, you know, and I think the thing, the, the, the forgotten victim, if you will, here is the law enforcement officer mm-hmm. because for every single day for the rest of that person's life, they have to live with the fact mm-hmm. that they killed somebody. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, that can't be a pleasant place yeah. to be. And that's why I said for both of them, that was just it's a tragic. bad day for both of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. What else we got in the news, Jen? 
All right, California, good old California. <laughs> the Secretary of State says that Newsom recall effort has reached the threshold and there will be a runoff election to replace him. Ooh. You just reminded me that I need to donate to Caitlyn Jenner. Jenner, <laughs> yep. That's right. Uh. Adam, do you think Caitlyn has a chance? Ironically, yeah. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> it is weird that I do believe that yes. Caitlyn Jenner has a chance. Wait, 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 wait. You wait. look at, hold on, Jen, This is not me. the onion. Wait, Caitlyn Jenner? Let, let me tell you this. Okay, okay. Let, let's go back to when they did the, the governor run back in, what was it, 2003, 2004. Mm -hmm. They had Gary Coleman, no. a stripper, oh my God. Arnold Schwarzenegger, well, yeah. and I think some other person, and Arnold won. But yeah, like it's 43%. Like, it was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so if you have Caitlyn Jenner against um, a circus monkey and maybe, um, I don't know, one of the... <laughs> there might be a thousand people. There might be now. a thousand. Be like, all right, let's... let's my, 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 my shock, though, and the reason... It, no, I, I hadn't heard this. So mm -hmm. you're telling me Caitlyn Jenner is mm -hmm. in running... As a Republican. To, yes. To be the governor... For California, mm -hmm. she came out with a whole speech too, yeah. talking oh, about where like, have I been? Serious. Yeah, she is running. Where have I been? She is running. She. That's right. Hmm. Uh, what else you got? Well, let's see. Uh, HBO program called Real Time last Friday. Comedian Bill Maher said that quote: "It's time to admit that Joe Biden has been a huge disappointment." <laughs> to comedians, mm -hmm. he continued by saying, "The man has been nothing short of sharp." Focused and completely on top of things. Sharp and focused. Yeah. Say bye-bye, everyone. Bill Maher's credibility has left the building. Yep. But wait, now, do you think he's serious? He's a comedian. Do you think he was being serious When you say him? comedian, are you referring to someone who's funny? Well, yeah, true. Okay, Bill, so Bill, yeah, Bill yeah, Maher just... Who practices comedy. Uh, because other than being a liberal pothead propagandist, I don't see what Bill Maher and comedy have to do with each other. Uh, <laughs> Bill yeah. Maher hasn't been funny in 20 years. Yeah. I thought he was more of just a newscaster. I didn't realize he was supposed to be a comedian. Yeah, it, you know, these comics like Seth Meyers and Kimmel and Stephen Colbert, these guys are pathetic wine moms now. They mm -hmm. used to be edgy and funny. Would you and, call them pathetic but, wine moms? Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> Trump broke their brains. Yeah. Oh, goodness. You know, now they're just state TV. They're mega millionaires. They have no needs. They don't understand the appeal that Trump had. You got to understand, Trump, the candidate, had enormous appeal to a lot of Americans. He still did. He got 75 mm -hmm. million votes because he was the closest we ever got to having a leader say, I don't care about your feelings. I don't care. Get out of here with your social justice. And he said, shut up to the political establishment. The problem was that Trump got too close to the likes of Mitch, you know, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell. and who's about <laughs> as bad as Hillary in my book. And, and if the Trump that ran for office with his promises if that Trump had been allowed to be president, if the candidate Trump had got his health care, as he promised, ended the wars, fixed immigration, he'd be on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, right alongside a Betty right White. Right alongside a Betty White, and Tom Cruise. Jack and Nicholson. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Uh, the problem with the likes of McConnell, Paul Ryan, which th that's the D.C. swamp, right? They yeah. dragged him down. They made him an establishment Republican. And that's too bad. But I get it because from day one, Trump was under attack by the liberal media about a phony Russia story, and he had no choice but to run to the allies he had, which were the establishment Republicans. They were the only allies he had. So we never got the Trump from the campaign. I've always said, if you watch his election night speech, and again, I'm not a Trump supporter, but if you watch, go Google on YouTube, Trump's election night speech, where he thanked Hillary for a great race, he said it was time to come together. If that guy was president, things would have been different. Mm -hmm. But the next morning, the Hillary campaign had put together the Russia hoax. They called their friends at the New York Times, and boom, Trump was on his heels. And he knew it was all fake. 
but yet he was on defense for four years. He never got a break from the media, ever. And that goes to all the hosts, like the Bill same, Maher. The, the same, same media, people that are now complaining about Biden. The same people that are saying Biden is sharp and focused <laughs> were the same people attacking Trump before he'd even taken office. So mm-hmm. just... Yeah, that's a little. Uh, what else we got in the headlines there, Jen? See, new polling from NBC News shows President Biden with a 53% approval rating after 100 days of office. This includes 69% approval of how he's handled the coronavirus. However, he rates below 50% in race relations, taxes, China, guns, and immigration, where he rates in the low 30s. Ouch. Yeah. Mm. That stings. You know, the fact that we have two presidents, the co-presidents, Joe and Kamala, <laughs> who get absolutely glowing, loving press coverage from the mainstream media 24-7. In fact, Saturday Night Live, which made their brand making fun of presidents from the time Chevy Chase was doing Gerald Ford in 1976, you realize they won't even portray Biden on their show anymore? Mm-mm. I don't even watch it because it's just like the Academy it's not Awards. Funny. It's all it's it's, politics. It's, it's terrible, politics. yeah. You know, back in the primary when they probably didn't think Biden was going to win, they actually had Woody Harrelson making fun of him. But now they're not going to touch it. They've been folk, uh, poking fun at every president, like I said, since 76, but not now. The fact that our media is manufacturing consent of this administration without critique and you're telling me he's only at fifty three percent, and that's and, and that's thirty percent for for the the, the immigration. Issue. Yeah, but the, but the fifty three percent on one topic he's already taken care of, compared to the thirty to forty percent he's getting for several topics he hasn't even gotten yeah. to. Right, but right. he's below fifty, and yeah, the, the race relations, taxes, China, guns, and immigration. Yeah, and again, so that's, so you compare that five to one on one topic, they, they look they're going to focus on that one topic, like oh look how good our approval rating, yeah. but that's only one problem you've already taken care of in 100 days and it, and also the other thing is is it's it's covid i mean covid has now been going on officially for over a year, year. biden has only been dealing with it directly for 100 days yeah. right you know so. they have these press room reporters at the white house like uh you michelle cinder of pbs or npr npr yeah you hear her ask questions uh this is by numbers the most popular president in history this is a president who got 81 million votes that's 10 million more than obama this is the president who swung Arizona and Georgia, historically red states, blue. And you're telling me he's only at 53%. Democrats, I hope you're ready for what's coming in 2022. This is going to be Tea Party 2.0 coming at you. If the best this lopsided media can do is get Biden at 53%, then Lord knows where that's going to go for it. It wouldn't even be a Tea Party. It would be, uh, be the uh, Patriotic Party <laughs> that comes through. That's 2.0. The fact is, and he keeps saying we've been putting shots in arms, the fact is... When Trump left office, they were giving out a million doses a day already. So talk about getting the ball at the one yard line, punching it in and go, hey, what a drive I just had. It's just look at what an awesome game I played. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. One play. What else is in the headlines, Jen? Yeah, well, you know, Republicans, they are ripping up uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris Mm. for visiting New Hampshire last Friday. Mm. Ted Cruz, the Republican uh, from Texas, he asked Fox News if perhaps her GPS sent her to the wrong border. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Ted Cruz. Yeah. I actually thought he was going to get it all in 2016. I couldn't believe that they actually let Trump get past him. But it amazes me that these Republicans are pretending to care about the border crisis now. And don't get me wrong. The Democrats pretended to care about it for four years under Trump. But Republicans say they care about illegal immigration. And I'm here to tell you they do not. 
They care about spectacle and dunking on Biden, just like AOC's little poses along the fence back in 2019. Now they're posing in 2021. I don't think they care about solving this. They don't. If they did, they'd address our meddling throughout Central and South America, which creates refugee issues. Right now, Republicans are more than happy to support U.S. imperialism in Honduras and Guatemala and Venezuela and Bolivia. Venezuela has more oil than the Middle East. Bolivia has more lithium than Afghanistan. And guess what's inside the batteries of all of our smartphones? That's right, lithium. So now we're going to share some democracy and overthrow southern governments. We sanction them. We steal their natural resources. So refugees leave, and where do they go? Right to our southern border. You know, uh, I wonder, though, you, you mentioned that... Uh, you know, the immigration really wasn't talked about over the last four years. Mm -hmm. I wonder what would have happened because we had the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. obviously it just went from talking about multiple issues to yeah. Corona freaking everything. Yeah. I wonder maybe if there would have been more done with immigration. That's the during thing. That last That's the thing. Year. You look at it too. It's, it's also the, the whole fact that like you said, Danny, is, is the whole, Democrats used it as their poster child. Now Republicans are trying. Listen, it's the same thing on both sides of the fence with the politics. They're mm -hmm. both going to use it against each other. And and as far as I know, I'm not against it uh, for for the for immigration as long as it's done legally mm -hmm. and you got a clean background. And you want to come over here by all means, but just follow the process. Right. But the problem with these two parties are using it to to pretty much like fight like kids. Yeah. And and I'm pretty much over it. I'm tired of it. I'm yeah. just exhausted from it, it, watching it's, it. It's exhausting. It's it really exhausting is. to follow that. Yeah. Republicans, Democrats alike, do not care because they're bought. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the military budget went up $20 billion this year, you know, over the last year. And the majority of the money, you think it's going to soldiers? No, no. I think I know where it went. You, you think it's going to the meals for the soldiers? No, no. You think it's going to veterans and their health care? No, they're definitely not going there. That's right. It's not going to active duty. It's not going to military men and women. It's going to defense contractors. Mm -hmm. And I, I just got to say, it disappoints me, but I found this out running in, in 2018. Republicans locally, they're, they're the same. You know, they say these things like, we're never going to be a sanctuary city. You know, build that wall. No illegals here, really. You and I both know where all the illegals are around here. They're throwing bricks. They're digging holes in all these new neighborhoods we're building without restraint. They're changing sheets at our hotels. They're washing dishes at our restaurants. They're picking tobacco in our fields. They're mowing our yards. Anyone can go and find where they're working. If Republicans really cared about curbing the issue, they'd go after the people paying these illegal workers to get paid cash under the table, but they never will because it helps line their pockets. And that's why you can go to, go, you can go to any Goodwill and you can see a whole bus full of migrant workers grabbing work clothes on a Saturday morning. My wife and I just saw it last year. But no one wants to go after the rich, usually white guy holding a wad of $20 bills in his pocket. So I'm calling out Republicans talking about the border crisis like it's a million miles away. It is not. It is right here, too, and you know it. What well, else is in headlines? Well said, well said. Well, we're going to bring it back local. Well, sort right. of, sort of. Because members of our very own 101st Airborne Division are currently being investigated for allegedly visiting a strip club while in Poland. Uh-oh. Uh, so the story was amplified after a battalion executive officer, a major, disappeared from the rest of the group, leading to a brief, and I'm sure very frantic, search. Um, <laughs> he was later found at a very different hotel from the one he was supposed to be staying at. That's a tough one to explain to the wife. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Honey, I was just visiting a friend in Poland. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I guess the story probably wouldn't have gone anywhere if it was just a bunch of 20-year-olds halfway around the world 
you know, wanted to see naked girls. Yeah, like who cares, right? The story was that the EXO disappeared and there was a search and rescue. rescue. Yeah. And that's where Blew Up was like, oh, they were just at a strip club. That it's like, a, but they're soldiers. They're, they're soldiers, doing all they're right? doing all this stuff for us. Like they're defending <laughs> our, our, our liberty and all that. Let them blow off some steam. If they want to exactly. go, like, yeah. who cares? And yeah, I don't have a problem with the going to see strippers. But you know, this would have be fun really wasting your money, but go have fun. I don't care. Yeah, but don't don't waste our money on <laughs> yeah, a search and rescue yeah, mission yeah, because you want to dip off with a Polish stripper. stripper. <laughs> yeah, this could be a really cool action movie. <laughs> I think so. Really? Like with the rock. Yeah. Right. Can he be yeah. the XO? <laughs> Manhunt. <laughs> Manhunt. The Rock. Actually, right? actually, Anthony Hopkins should be this XO being found in a different <laughs> hotel. Oh, yeah. goodness. Anyway, what a mess. These guys deal with life and death missions for a living, but damn them if they want to see women being paid to dance naked. Get back to your hotel. That's right. Yeah. Give me 10. <laughs> All right. What else we got in headlines, Jen? So we got back the results of the 2020 census. All right. I've been waiting for that. I know. I know. Good Good stuff. So the House of Representatives is expected to, to lose six reliably Democratic seats in states like Michigan, California, and New York, while red states like Texas, Florida, and North Carolina are going to gain seats. And all of this is based on population changes from oh, where people wow. have moved obviously from it's that one. mass exodus that a lot yeah. of people are leaving states and, well and, especially california we, we oh, just yeah. talked about that no one no one wants to live, live there no, it's too expensive it's dirty and everything yeah. like that so it's like i can't I own can't a gun yeah. you can't use a straw i mean so you're saying that pelosi i think she's got less than a five seat majority in the house right now and it's we knew already knew it was probably going to be wiped out in 2022 first by this census and then by her own awfulness mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. i mean think about it they lost 13 seats in november mm-hmm. when biden won for god's sakes and, and help us help us political ignoramus out how many seats total are we looking at there's 435 seats in the house okay so 218 seats is the majority and as soon as you have the majority you get to pick the speaker Mm -hmm. okay so right now i think the dems only have like 222 it's close it's really close yeah that's the republicans have like 213 so you say well that's a that's like a nine seat not really you only need to switch five of them yeah. and one goes down five one goes up five and now we've got a new speaker so you're saying that six seats that were in blue states mm-hmm. are now in red states that's correct i'm thinking like this could be the whole thing like and i'm not into big conspiracy theories but my conspiracy theory is that this is kind of a planned exodus because of how nancy pelosi is not siding with most democrats on certain issues because mm. i think recently they came up with a bill and she denied it and they thought she was going to favor with them. You know, the funny thing is she, everybody runs against Pelosi, right? Or AOC. You realize like people in Louisiana, they run against Pelosi. They don't run against who their opponent, opponent is. is. Yeah. They yeah. run against her because they know she is the least, I, I think polling has proven she is the least popular politician in the country. Yeah. Yes. Was, I was, nobody likes, nobody likes, likes a single likes person nobody who likes, likes Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard one person say Republican, like Democrat, Why? Libertarian. Yeah. No, no political party I've ever it's heard. It's one thing we can all woman. agree on. Yeah. You know what though, Jen, I'm surprised Tennessee didn't gain a seat because we, oh, yeah. we're almost 7 million people. Yeah. We're, we're getting up there. Did yeah. you know that 136 people a day Move to the state of Tennessee. A day. That explains the traffic. Yeah. Every one of them are on exit four. <laughs> exactly. Oh, they got that right. They want to stay close to O'Connor's. Like, Let's just go to O'Connor's. So, Adam, the Republicans flipped over 60 House seats during the Tea Party wave of 2010 yeah. after Obama was elected. So, how many of you think this? Let's say Kamala Harris is the president here. How many seats do you think will flip in 2022 if 
President Kamala Harris. If you said 60 during the Tea Party kind of flip in 2010, I, I would say it's either even or maybe a little bit more seats yeah. will flip. Because because let's be honest, I have no problem with a woman being a president. Yeah. I just don't think Harris is right. going to be the right president. I think if Joe's still there, I'd say 70. 70. Including I, I was, was going to say about 65. Yeah. yeah. If Kamala takes over as president, this is the greatest gift there is because she's a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> when, whenever she's not reading prepared statements, once she's off script, she crumbles. She cackles like a crazy person. She has no core beliefs at all. She flip-flops on every issue by the day. She has zero expertise on any answer, so it always sounds like she's winging it. All you got to do is watch those debates between her and Pence. That's and what, you're just like, that's right. no way. There's no way. Well, and she pretends she's something she's not, and yeah. people see through it. Uh, you want to know why Trump got 9% more votes this election from black men? No, you know, look no further than Kamala, Kamala Harris. Harris. She's awful. She's yeah. awful. Oh, no, it definitely. Uh, I think during one of her times, she had put more African-American males behind bars yes, for did. marijuana use. I did see that. That's right. Yeah, she goes on public saying, oh, yeah, I'll, I've smoked it before. It's like, well, mm -hmm. now you're just a hypocrite. That's right. No, and there are a lot of black men who say they she doesn't care about us. No. She, she, she hates us. She locked up black men by the thousands, thousands. in California. Yeah. She married a white guy. She works for a white guy. She takes millions in cash from white guys. She doesn't care about us. Oh yeah, no. That's she's but she's she's kind of like the homecoming queen who will do and say anything <laughs> to keep the crown on her head. And they might as well hold the midterms on Christmas. Like yeah, Miss, Miss America pageant. Because yeah. that's what's going to be for the GOP. It's going to be Christmas morning. Morning, if, pretty much. That's basically if, what's if Harris happened. is the president. So what else we got in the headlines, Jen? Oh, you know, what could go wrong? We got Florida and vaccination news all in the oh, same headline. So uh, in a, in a K-8 private school down in Florida, they sent a letter to parents saying that teachers who've been vaccinated against the, the coronavirus will be kept away from their 270 students because of the dangers of infertility that can spread between vaccinated adults and kids. Now, mind you, this school charges $24,000 a year in tuition and was founded by Republican donors Dave and Lila Center. Mm. Infertility, well, folks. If you're dumb enough to pay $24,000 a year for <laughs> kindergarten, I guess you're dumb enough to believe this BS. Yeah. Well, kindergarten think? through eighth grade. So you kids, gotta, kids get yeah. recliners. That's where that was. <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. have nap times in the recliners. <laughs> but, you know, they don't mention uh, Pfizer or Moderna. Moderna. No. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we now know Johnson & Johnson with the potential blood clot issue. Yep. So the thing is, 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 I mean, I haven't heard anything else about infertility being a thing. With the, with I the, can't. So pe people I, I actually. Did. Yeah, did? I did. Yeah. I did hear about that. That is that is one of the side effects of one of the. I, I didn't know which one it was, but I yeah. did hear it was is one of the side effects for one of those vaccinations. But this is saying infertility between someone who's vaccinated and somebody else else yeah, for, and, yeah. a, and specifically from an adult to, to a, a child to a child so the child will become infertile yes. because they're around a parent who had the vaccine i'm guessing due to shed you know vaccine shedding shedding yeah. i mean that's the only logical explanation it's amazing what people are willing to believe i i couldn't believe the democrat hoaxes of the russian collusion or the russian bounties uh, both debunked as lies, but and I also can't believe Republican stories like this, or you know any of these vaccine stories, or the better Hillary stories like the the child porn ring in the bottom of the pizza shop, the socialism. Oh, yeah, pizza Gate, Pizza Gate, Pizza Gate. You know, yeah. I say the more you know, the less you believe. I need get away from mainstream corporate media and stick with independent media like us exactly yeah, right there right. you go what else we got in the headlines jen there's got to be more any good news good news yes oh. we need good news let's yes. see all right this is this is epic this this warms the cockles of my cold dead heart i, I love that word cockles Isn't i love it, it. Yeah. it's such Isn't a great, great word so are y'all ready for this it's yeah. epic 
Jennifer Lopez, <gasps> Alex Rodriguez. Oh. They were seen having dinner together post-breakup. Oh, and it was at Hotel Bel Air Ooh. in Los Angeles, which happens to be the same hotel that they had their first date <gasps> at. Oh, that's so, that's so romantic. Yes. See, Rodriguez struck out, but now he might be getting at a better on-base uh-huh, percentage. Oh. Yeah. He's, he's like yeah. Denny the Bull over it here. Is. J-Lo yeah. and A-Rod are still friends, and I think yeah, that's good. That's good. the good yeah. news story we needed. We need good vibes. Um, so I got to ask you something, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and I know this is subjective, but barring anybody you know personally or like family, is is J Lo the hottest fifty one year old woman? In the world? <sighs> Man, that's a tough question because mm-hmm. there's some one some celebrity females out there that are over fifty that just still look gorgeous. <laughs> Have you, know you know seen Cher? Cher looks amazing. Have you seen Christy Brinkley? Brinkley yeah. looks fantastic. She's sixty seven years old. That adrenochrome. It's like a freak <laughs> so, of nature. J Lo still looks great, and even yeah, someone who's and she might not be over fifty, but Britney Spears still looks good for her age mm. right now, and she's close to about what forty, forty five. Dude, Can Britney Spears looks like yeah. no, she Adam. actually looks pretty decent for what what she. I'm not gonna lie, I follow her TikTok. She looks in good shape. Adam, who is the hottest 70-year-old ever? Oh, my God. That's got to be... She's not even 70 anymore, but that's Betty White. Really? There's something about Betty White. (laughs) That woman just lives forever. I'm like, I'm in love with that woman. I say Jane Fonda. Yeah? I think Jane Fonda was pretty hot. Oh, yeah. At 70. And Raquel Welch is still hot at Oh, my God. Like I said, y'all, Cher, at 73 years old, side-by-side image, it's it's, it's circulating Facebook. She looks just like she did back in the But here's the scary part. Most of these older women, these celebrity women, they do have that plastic surgery, and it just, it just, it turns me on. I'm like, "Eh." Well, you can, it's visible. Like, with with Cher, you can't, I mean, she looks incredible. But, like, for me, Jane Fonda, um... And uh, oh, Melania Trump. You oh, know? she's not seventy though. You know what the the treatment Melania got oh, from the press was horrible. Oh, I mean, okay, horrendous. first of all, if you are any man in the liberal media and you're making fun of Melania Trump, like say Jimmy Kimmel for example, she would never give you the time of day, and that's why you make fun of her. Melania Trump was a gorgeous woman. Well, yeah. that, well that Kimmel is. stuck with uh, uh, Sarah, Sil- uh, Sil- yeah. Sarah Silverman. Oh, so they, can... they broke up ages ago. Oh, did they? Man? Can I ask you something? If Jane Fonda, she told you that she would give you all of her money if you would just be her companion for, the yeah. room, for her remaining years. I would yeah. do it. Just, would you do it? You go with her to the <laughs> award told, shows. I, I'll totally honest. The money is a great bonus, but yeah. just to be like, I know Jane Fonda. The population, the popularity I would get would be like, this is awesome. I've you, got lots of friends. <laughs> you would hear a lot of Hanoi Jane. Yep. But I wouldn't care. Oh, yeah. I, I, wouldn't I wouldn't care about that. I just want that money. Yeah. Because money knows no political affiliation. No. And I'm not worried. And about I got bills age. to pay. <laughs> I got bills to pay. And uh, so, yeah, Hanoi Jane, come on out here to Middle Tennessee if you're lonely. So, Denny, uh, I think we I think we got time for one more headline. Okay. Let's All hear right. It. So, um Let's see. It appears that Nashville. We'll end on, on with some good news. On a good note. Yeah. Okay. Good um, stuff. So Nashville stuff. is leading the way for live music to return in 2021 with concerts from Eric Church, mm. Kane Brown, and others. And uh, late summer and fall dates will be announced um, soon. And then we've also got the return of the Grand Ole Opry, the Ryman Theater, the Bridgestone Arena, and the General Jackson. Oof. So I think that's an excellent, that's excellent. Uh, that is a very uplifting way to end yes, the show. I and agree. I am very happy. I go to live music at least once a month, or at least I did before you know what. Yeah. 
And I love seeing music live in, in really any kind. It mm -hmm. can be rhythm and blues. It can be country. I was not a country music fan before I came here seven yep. years ago, but I've learned to love it. When you just mm -hmm. see them up on stage and the talent that it takes, I can't play any instruments. It's the vibe. It's the whole yeah. experience. Yeah. Just it's, it's the it other live. people and the, and, and the camaraderie. I'm with, and I'm with you on this, Denny. I never got into country. Actually, I didn't get into it. Actually, I got it in earlier in 2016 with an ex-girlfriend of mine got me to a country cover band and I just fell in love with country. Yeah. So, yeah. but then when you move here and you go to Nashville and you see the live live bands playing, yeah. like when you go to the the bars and there's bands playing, like that's what I miss right yeah, you're now. You're just a live, yeah. It's you're just, just like this is vibe, great. Yeah. You know, growing up, I liked like '80s, you know, because I grew up in the '80s. So '80s rock mm -hmm. was big, the hair bands and all that. But you know what? When I, as I got older, I started listening to George Strait. Mm -hmm. And what a songwriter. King oh, yeah. George. Dolly Parton. What a songwriter. Yeah. So even if you don't like that, there's just so much talent. And here in Middle Tennessee, around Nashville, obviously, we're in the music city. So if you please support live music. As soon as it's all over and everything comes back up, get out there and support live music. For, for a lot of people, this is how they make their income. Mm -hmm. True. So even if it's not big name acts, if you're just going to a small venue, please support uh, live music. Listen. Motley Crue. That's who I was. As we close our first show, I just want to say that we live in a society where the right believes that abortion is murder and guns are freedom. And the left believes that guns are murder and abortion is freedom. And I believe that these may be two issues we may never agree on. So let's agree on the other 98% of the issues. Okay, we're all Americans. Let's agree on those things. Let's, let's just pick some things we can agree on without discussion. For example. Pelosi. The original Superman <laughs> is still the greatest comic book film ever made. I think we can all agree on that, right? Adam's over your phone. Sure. Uh, well, uh, for today, I will. Yeah. I'm going to say let's agree that Popeyes is winning the chicken war. Let's agree Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. That I will agree with. Let's you. agree pineapple does not belong on pizza. Hey, Definitely. Next show. Next show. Let's agree that puppies and kittens are very cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. So let's agree on all these things, and we'll just pick a couple things to disagree on. But anyway, please comment below. Please like our show. Please subscribe to our channel. Like, and. Like. Final thoughts, Red Bull Jam. Final thoughts. This was this was great fun for a pilot episode, and mm -hmm. uh, I hope everybody knows we're going to be doing this now weekly. And and I, I thank you for for thinking of me and for allowing me to be a part of this. And it was it was a good time. Well, Thanks, thank guys. you for the outstanding headlines. Thank and you. Adam. Oh yeah, same thing. Uh, I really enjoyed coming here on Sunday, especially Sunday. It's a great day to do a show like this and just talk. And um, actually, again, thank you as well for thinking of me and having my name pop up and. Just because I'm a talker, so and I appreciate that. So. I'm just thankful that my buddy Joe Padula invited me on his channel. Yes, thanks, yeah, Joe. Yeah, we got to thank Joe. For Joe's for, we taking, love Joe. for taking his day off. Yeah, to, taking to his day this. off. Yeah. For Wrap it up already. <laughs> and uh, we're trying to get you a plug, Joe, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Until next week, this has been Headlines with Denny the Bull. Thanks for watching.